digital marketing. So Brandon, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. So I just wanted to know, like, what's, you've been doing this for like for what, 16 years now. What's like, how do you, how do you keep going on this? Uh, like, how do you keep providing the same type of services for 16 years, considering the change in innovation? I just like helping people out and making sure that they grow online and get that visibility. So it keeps it interesting just helping business owners out and trying to get them to that next level of making sure that they get that visibility and exposure that they're looking for online yeah so in terms of the way you're doing mar like marketing like you do you offer digital marketing services so i've had one digital marketer on and his focus is just you know providing the the overall package of digital marketing services you try to focus more on like one particular aspect of digital marketing which is seo right so tell me more about what seo means no seo is search engine optimization so when you're searching on search engines there's ads at the top those are all paid ads but right below the ads are the organic the free listings and seo is about you ranking organically so you're getting that free traffic so when someone searches for your product or service that you show up on google and that you're not paying the ad but right below the ads and so you were someone who started this company in 2007 right i just want to just want to make sure mm, yep yep in 2007. okay and so do you you provide uh, since when you since when you started in 2007 to now you've uh, you started with seo then you started becoming more of a holistic digital marketer in a way a little bit because seo just gets you ranked on google but that's not what business owners want they don't want rankings they want sales so just because i can rank you for your keywords and get you traffic doesn't mean you're gonna get sales yeah. I really like over the years that got to focus on sales, not just making you on Google. That's just one piece of the puzzle. And the rest of it is just trying to figure out, all right, once people get to your website, how do you get them to convert? So trying to focus on that aspect as well is getting traffic to convert. Right. And where do you, so what type of businesses have you worked with that have been very successful with your successful because of your SEO services? I mean, that's helped out hundreds by thousands of websites over the years and different niches and industries, service-based businesses, e-commerce, local businesses. Each strategy is going to be a little different depending on what type of business you are, what type of product or service or where you need that visibility and exposure. But I work with lots of clients where they were nowhere to be found. And after working for them, depending on how much time it takes, every website's different. We'll start moving up and seeing that traffic start trickling in and see more and more people coming to their website. But every website's different. So it's not just after three months or six months, you're going to get this much traffic. It's just depends on your competitors, how much SEO they've done versus your website. And that gives me a little roadmap on what needs to be done to get you to that next level and make sure that you show up for when people are searching for you. Right. And so now let me just get to know more about you, Brandon. Like, you know, your background, you've been in marketing for many years, but tell me about your little background before that. Before that, I was helpful. I love skateboarding and grew up in San Pedro in Los Angeles. Pretty much lived here my whole life and went to school for business marketing and worked different jobs. And over the years, just always had the entrepreneurial spirit. So didn't know what I wanted to do, but just know I wanted to have my own company. And the SEO was just kind of falling into that after I graduated from college, realizing that I could work full time. And then I could also go to like a local restaurant and ask them if they want to rank on top of Google for their keywords and so able to pick that up but kind of just fell into that wasn't planning on it initially but happy with where I'm at now but really just wanted something where I could have my own company and be my own boss essentially and well like what was it even even back in the mid 2000s I believe that was like a huge craze like everyone has wants to be their own boss yep can't go wrong with being able to set your own hours and <laughs> flexibility and freedom. who would be who would be a role models in that in this aspect Probably just saying other people in my family that were able to do that and friends, colleagues, or saying my bosses that were able to do that. So looking at them, getting mentors and just trying to see people that are around me that are doing what I 
if that's what he wanted to do. And so, in terms of the uh, the way you like, you just you started you started studying marketing in college. Yep, business marketing. Got my degree in. And then it's like I believe you were taught very uh, traditional ways of how marketing worked. And then when you got out of college, you just saw the the what do you call it the frontier of digital marketing in a way. Right. Yeah. After I graduated from college, the first job I was offered was helping a company out with their digital marketing, which I didn't know much about that and wasn't planning on going to digital, but was just looking for any job related to marketing. And this one seemed interesting and decided to go for it. And after working there for a few months, just realized that this digital thing is probably the future and that everyone's probably gonna have a website in the future. And there's a lot of different ways to get traffic, but SEO is just a way to get free traffic and just kind of stuck with it ever since, but was not really planning on it, just fell into it. Because uh, I spoke with several people when they do <laughs> SEO, and the one thing they've always said that was, you know, SEO was literally easy because you could do whatever you want. You can break all the rules if you want when you're, whenever you try to rank in the earlier days. But then now that Google decided to update their search engine in a way where they could, where, you know, they get penalized for certain things. And, you know, because I also, like I said, I studied SEO back when I was starting, when I tried to study digital marketing, which, you know, that career path never really, well, never really came to fruition. But I can remember when I can tell a lot of people when you, I believe when you started SEO, it was a lot easier to even do it because there was not many websites back in the day, right? Yeah. The more competition, the more time it's going to take. So if you're in a heavily competitive industry, that it could be a lot tougher to rank on Google. If you're a, a restaurant in Los Angeles, there's a lot of restaurants, but there's only 10 spots on that first page of Google. <laughs> so a lot of competitors that are fighting for it versus if you're a restaurant in some smaller city that might only have like 20 restaurants and it's not as competitive, there's still only 10 spots on that first page of Google. So you have to fight to get there. But once you get up there, it's something like you're competing against hundreds of thousands of other websites. So the more competitors you have, the more time it's gonna take, the more difficult it becomes to, to get those rankings on Google. Yeah, and then between college and then when you started your company, uh, your company SEO, uh, what do you call it? SEO optimizers, right? And yeah. what was the you know when you worked as like you know let's say one thing marketing is very difficult in terms of making money, right? And then you decided to go into you know starting your own business, you got a lot of pushback and everything like that. Why? why he, well, so what was that journey like for you when you decided to transition to just running like building your own company? Well, I worked full time at the job that I first got out of school because I was happy to have a job and I was happy to just make a little extra money here or there having one or two extra clients. So I wasn't focused solely on it until maybe five or six years ago. Then I was like, right, let me really focus on this because I'm already building it up and people are wanting my services and I'm actually making the same amount by making it this full time job working on advertising agency as a director of SEO. Maybe I should just quit this job and focus solely on this. So wasn't just jumping ship right away because that's very risky, especially with everything that's going on in the years, especially like the past couple of years of the pandemic and had a lot of local businesses that had shut down completely. So if I just jumped ship right away and then had that happen, I probably would have been in a lot of trouble, but luckily I built up my business, built up my name and built up my reputation to where I was pretty well established before I just jumped ship. So didn't just take that leap of faith right away, built it up and built it up and built it up to eventually where I was comfortable and knew that if I did jump ship that if something did arise, I wouldn't have an issue. Like I didn't have all my eggs in one basket. I don't have one big client that if I lost that big client. I'd be in trouble because that's how business owners or entrepreneurs kind of get stuck at the beginning is jumping ship too early and then finding out that, hey, I have enough clients and this is not going to work. Nothing, yeah, because I've all, I made those mistakes before like, where I just quit a job because I thought I was going to get an opportunity in real estate, which never really came, which almost never really came into fruition, which, you know, that was like one major mistake I've made in my career, <laughs> but 
when you've done so let's get into more of the nitty-gritty of your business so okay, so you started as this as this company seo optimizers and in terms of like in terms of how in terms of the process of how seo works like let's just say how do you increase your website sales and leads oh to get more sales and leads you got to get targeting traffic but once that traffic gets to your website you gotta make sure your website's optimized for conversions making sure that it loads quickly it's easy to navigate through you have all your print information at the top so people don't have to scroll so like a value proposition what's in it for me people are ultimately selfish and want to know what am i going to get out of this website or this page so you have to have a value proposition on each page a couple bullet points maybe a video and a call to action all on the screen so whatever you see on the screen that's called above the fold this all needs to be above the fold you have it below the fold meaning you have to scroll down you already lost over hacker traffic because most people do not scroll down or swipe on a website so you have to have all that really important information at the top value proposition call to action if you're e-commerce have that add to cart or buy now button at the top if you're a service-based business have your phone number or your email address because a lot of people don't have that there and you don't realize that most people never really scroll on websites so if you're making people scroll you're going to lose a lot of visitors if you look at like most websites like amazon for e-commerce you'll see that add to cart button is at the top the price the reviews the bullet points the images are all right there so you don't even need to scroll down because amazon is constantly testing it's called a b testing yeah. for conversion rate optimization to make sure what's working do i should i have the add to cart button right here or should i move it up a half of a pixel or a millimeter and you'll get one version of the website i'll get another version and we'll see which one gets more conversions because moving things up a little bit or changing things around slightly has a big impact on conversions less forms on your field if you like have a contact us page it says first name last name phone number website address message and has all these fields is that really necessary all you should just have is like name email phone number or name phone number or name email the more you have the less likely people are going to convert because especially on mobile people don't want to fill out forms you have a form that's five fields versus your competitors have a field form that's one field one field is going to get filled out a lot more than five fields because people are lazy especially nowadays i mean with the autocomplete on the desktop it makes it a little bit easier but mobile doesn't really have that yet so less is better and you always got to think everything is mobile you never want to think about desktop because over half the traffic comes from mobile and it's going to keep growing and growing people usually buy off desktop but they're going to find you on mobile because it's just so easy to find people on mobile like if you're selling like something really high ticket like tvs people might find you on mobile they're not going to buy a tv on their cell some people might but most people are going to go on their computer it's like how do you capture all these these touch points of consumers you know because you don't really you don't really understand it's like the customers when they try to you know, buy something you know as you mentioned they look online and then they say okay they can go to their computer and everything but how do you track all of that like how do you know that this person is more interested you know in the in learning more when they go into their computer rather than when they look in their mobile phone through google analytics and other tools like that that will track but you know know what their intent is but you can see what pages they visit but you don't really know what their ultimate intent or goal is but you kind of piece it together by looking at what pages they visit how long they stay on the website things like that and so in your mind what has been your most successful business that you help helped uh, grow because of seo uh, there's a lot but maybe one recently that i'm working on is a fashion company and got them to i mean they were on the first page of google for their keywords when i started working together but they're in a very competitive industry so after building a lot of bad links and optimizing doing all the technical stuff and keywords in the different areas and their coding and making sure all the products look good all the images have the right tags and alt tags and making sure especially the backlinks are built that 
they started moving up to especially got them to be at the top position where they were just bringing in a ton of traffic and could see their sales just skyrocketed once they got to the top because page one is good but you ultimately have to be at the top on page one not necessarily number one but just somewhere within the top three to really get those eyeballs on you because again people don't really scroll on Google or on any website, people don't scroll much. They just see what they're looking for and that's what they're going to click on. They're not going to scroll all the way down. So the higher up you are, the more visibility you're going to get, the more clicks you're going to get. And get onto that top level really got them a ton of extra traffic. And that traffic is then we're like, all right, how do we convert that traffic once they get to your website? And that's where stuff that we talked about, like multiple touch points and building trust up, having social proof, having marketing ads that follow people around, try to get them in your list so you can nurture that list and build that trust up because ultimately how do you get people to trust you that's the tough part yeah and the thing is that because you've seen a lot of ups and downs within the company like why there are people i believe because of the fact that they have senior senior services they believed in you and then but the problem is to the end you couldn't deliver because they thought like they were not getting traffic as much quickly as they thought in a, in a way so do you have, you've ever had those instances in your for your business yeah all the time because seo takes time unfortunately so if they want immediate results they gotta run paid ad yeah. so i always tell them like seo takes time it's not immediate which a lot of people want their immediate results i don't that, well they want their immediate results without having without having to pay anything yeah but it could uh, because remember there was there were times where they all people always ask whenever they try to go for the seo side of things they'd be like see we see it should be a lot easier for us since we're right we're since we're on google since we're on all these different search engines we should be able to be found much easily right i mean all you need is a couple of keywords get it running and but it doesn't happen overnight for some reason people get kind of disillusioned by it and why do you think in that way, in that way? Well, it takes time for Google to trust a website. That's the biggest thing is Google doesn't trust anybody. I could build a website and say brandonsdentist.com and Google's like, all right, is Brandon really a dentist? Because they don't want to just send people to your dental office and find out that you don't exist. So you can't just build a website and put keywords all over it. That's not going to do anything actually. What you have to do is get Google to trust you. And the way to get Google to trust you is by essentially getting what are called backlinks, getting other websites to talk about you more websites that talk about you the more trust google is going to give to you and then they look at those keywords on your website but it doesn't really work the other way around without backlinks google's not going to trust a website and backlink is a clickable link from another website that points to yours so like if you're reading an article in the latime.com and it says brandon leibowitz and you click on it and it goes to my website i'd be getting a backlink from the new york or the latimes.com so the more websites that link to you the more trust google's going to give to you and then they look at those keywords but the thing is building backlinks takes time and also if i got published on the la times google might not find that page because google only looks at so many pages per day they can't find every page on the internet so la Times might be putting out a couple hundred articles a day or a week and google might not find all of them they might find the majority of them but they might not find yours and if they don't find yours they're not going to see that backlink and they might not find it for a couple days a couple weeks a couple months they might never find that backlink so Building the backlinks is what takes time and business owners don't realize that that's how Google works is Google's not going to just rank any website because they don't trust anybody and you have to build trust and building trust takes time. You can't just get trust in a month or two months or three months. It's going to take six months or more to get Google to trust you. You'll start moving up right away, but to really get to the top. Usually when, if you're, if you're an SEO pro, like, person, do you normally charge less than if you were to do paid ads because of the fact that there's longer wait times to be able to get everything into fruition? They're both different strategies or billing. So you have different billing. Yeah. I just wanted to just add a yeah. curiosity on that. Yeah. I'm not sure how you would compare how you bill it. Cause usually people bill ads on percentage of ad spend. So mm-hmm. if you say such and such amount of money, usually someone will say, if you're spending $10,000 a month, 
we're going to chart on Google ads, we're going to, our fee is 15% of that. So that's how most agencies work is they just take a cut of your ad spend. Whereas with SEO, it's a monthly package saying, all right, this is how much it's going to cost per month. So I'm not how, sure how you would compare the two. Okay. And in terms of your, your vision of what you're building, SEO optimizers, like why, like what is the overall big picture of what you're trying to build with your agency and everything? Like who are you trying to serve and what type of companies you really want to be working with you? Just trying to help anyone with the viable product or service. As long as you have a website, could help out. If you don't have a website, then there's not much I could do, but if you have a website and you're not just selling something really generic like t-shirts, because that's going to be hyper-competitive, but if you have something unique and niche about you, then could help out with that and just want to keep growing and helping other people out and helping them get that next level in their business. And in a way that, um, why, well, I'm trying to remember my last question, but if in terms of like what you're trying to do with SEO, do you feel, are you looking to do more than just simply just SEO in general? Yeah. Trying to help holistically and try to help out with sales and leads, not just help out with SEO because SEO is just more part of that puzzle and ultimately businesses want more sales or some emails more whatever that conversion goal is so focusing on that but trying to get it through organic traffic or coming a little bit with paid ads but prefer to do the organic side of things oh you're you're basically currently a one-man agency right or are you do you have like other people working on worth with you or under you no i have a team of people that help out good that's uh, that's good to hear because uh that's a lot, because if you were to serve a hundred clients, then that'd be interesting if one person were able, to, were able to handle it all. No, definitely not. Maybe 10 at the most pushing it. Well, depending on how big are these websites, if you're just some small, like if you're helping out a lawyer in a small town and there's only a few lawyers, then it's not going to take that much time. But if you're helping out, let's say an e-commerce website and they have 10,000 products, that's a lot of pages that need to be optimized. So that alone would have to have a whole team of people. So just depend on how big the website is, how competitive those keywords are. That's going to let me know how much time is needed to really dedicate to get them to that level that they want to be at because every website is going to be different. Yeah. And in a way you've already, you must have, I think you've already explained in how you um, convert followers into sales. I just want to know more like, you know, you've, you've had a website, let's say for example, you're helping out a, uh, uh, what do you call it? a milk, a milk farmer trying to help with his, uh, trying to help build the sales and then the milk farmer wants to be able to help convert that traffic on his website into sales. So well, how would you normally advise the milk farmer? Well, it would be kind of what we mentioned at the beginning, but I have to look at their website to really see what's going on with their website and how it looks on desktop and mobile, how it looks on iPhone versus Galaxy versus Pixel versus Firefox versus Chrome versus Safari versus Opera. It's all going to look slightly different on every platform and got to look at how it's going to look on each one, making sure that it looks good and loads quickly. And then looking at the analytics, like where's your traffic come from? Let's focus on if you see a majority of your traffic is coming from Internet Explorer, let's make sure that it looks good on Internet Explorer. If you see majority of the traffic is coming from mobile, let's focus on mobile optimizations. But it's really kind of diving in to each website individually, but A-B testing, do it what we said at the beginning, have a call to action, the value proposition, bullet points or video or something easy to skim through at the top. And then below that could be all this extra text, but the top needs to be optimized for people. Below that could be optimized for Google where you have a bunch of content and keywords, but the top is just be straight to the point. What is this page about? No filler, no fluff, no images that have no relevancy. Like a lot of other sites have a big picture of people smiling. It's like, what does this mean? This has nothing to do with what you're offering. So just making sure everything aligns. And yeah, and also there's a lot of companies out there that do, that do SEO. Like how are you setting yourself apart from all of them? Because there's, 
everyone wants to get into digital marketing. Everyone wants to get into uh, SEO or, or paid ads or social media. So how do you keep, how do you stand, like stand apart from all of them? I just buzz. Staying up to date with all the changes, seeing what's happened in the past, it making sure that I focus on what works and what doesn't work, avoiding that because a lot of people feel like backlinks are very important and that they build the right type of backlinks to move it up. But if they build the wrong type of backlinks, they're actually gonna drop down in ranking. So focusing on quality and just staying up to date with all the changes and again looking at it from a holistic point of view and not just focusing on SEO, but trying to get more sales and leads from SEO. So trying to tie that all together. So it's not just here, I got you a bunch of traffic and that's it. So here, I got you a bunch of traffic. Now let's make sure that the website is going to convert that traffic because if it's not converting, it's not going to do much good and they're not going to want to keep going if they're not getting those sales and leads. Cool. And so I think we're going to wrap up this uh, interview right here with this one final question, which is, you know, you've been, you've been working as what do you call, as other, as they say, an entrepreneur for many years, for 16 years, right? And then you're, you've got intentions of really looking to grow and expand. So what would you recommend other people out there? You know, you've been working with many businesses. What would you recommend in terms of, you know, being, being able to develop that vision and being able to grow? Just to keep at it. Don't get discouraged. You're going to always go to those high and low points, but don't give up. Just keep pushing at it. Stay determined and persevere through those ups and downs because there's always going to be those down but there's also going to be those ups. But if you just give up on those downs, that's not good. You got to learn from those down times and learn, use them as learning tools, not use them as mistakes, but use them as a way to grow and avoid that in the future and keep pushing forward and get a mentor if you can and talk to other people because the more talk, the more people that you talk to, the more insights you're going to get, the better off you're going to be and they're going to keep you motivated, keep you encouraged, and keep you inspired to keep going at it. And just don't give up. That's where a lot of people get discouraged and give up if they don't see that immediate traction the results, but it takes time. I mean, it took me years and years and years of building it up to where I was able to be comfortable enough to take that leap and go for it. But as it did initially, it could have worked, but it also could have failed. But building it up over time gives you that more of a security blanket. All right, cool, Brandon. Thank you so much for coming on the Next in Time podcast and looking forward to seeing how SEO optimizers can be making a major impact on businesses. Thank you for having me on.